Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information. Some breaking news out of the Wall Street Journal on this Thursday morning. Verizon is exploring a sale of assets including Yahoo and AOL as it looks to get out of the digital media business. Sources said if a deal gets done, the assets could be worth 4 to $5 billion. So big news there potentially about Verizon. This is your morning buzzcast. It is Thursday. It's April 29th. Good morning. I'm Abe Madcore. Hope everybody is doing well. Big day for the NFL. It's the first round of the NFL draft in Cleveland tonight. And the league hopes the next three days has almost a return to the feeling of the 2019 draft in Nashville and not last year's entirely virtual event. But there will be elements of both over the next few days. Yes, there'll be Roger Goodell on stage in Cleveland getting man hugs. There'll be 13 expected first round picks behind the stage in Cleveland. And there will be fans. Yes, 50,000 fans expected all three nights. The Miami Herald calls it pro football's biggest mass gathering since the pandemic began. Now, one little thing to keep an eye on is the weather. The weather looks iffy tonight. Strong chances of rain this evening. The draft runs through Saturday. So Friday and Saturday, the forecast looks much better. It looks to be dry. The draft and the draft experience fan event, of course, will take place, rain or shine. The stage is covered in case there is rain. Meanwhile, on the broadcast, expect a lot of images from players and coaches at home and in the team's individual war rooms. Our John Aran in his SBJ Media newsletter last night noted that NFL executives are trying to manage viewer expectations of the next three days. Now, expectations are high, especially since it's such a quarterback-heavy draft. Now, last year's event set a viewership record across ABC, ESPN, and the NFL Network. But last year's draft was entirely different. Everything was still shut down. People were really craving any type of sports programming. Last year's draft, a virtual success. It averaged 15.6 million viewers for the first round. That's almost going to be impossible to top, especially because this year the NFL is going up against baseball. NBA and NHL games last year, they basically had the schedule open to themselves. Now, the 2019 rating of 11.1 million viewers for day one also could be tough to match. So John Aran, who's pretty good at this, he predicts the NFL will still pull in a big, big number, but he's suggesting something around 10.8 million viewers on average for tonight's broadcast, which is still a very strong number by media standards today. Let's look at individual storylines around players. Trevor Lawrence, the number one expected pick to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know that'll be a huge boost in business, but the key is how big a boost in business. And the Florida Times Union has a very insightful story today. The Jags have seen a major surge in deposits on season tickets for the upcoming season, but the key is 
that almost 50% of the fans over the past four months who have put down deposits, they have never purchased a ticket before to see the team play. Meanwhile, the Jaguars said that the new group of season ticket holders are also younger, 10 years younger than their current season ticket base. And so they're seeing fans who are new and they're seeing fans that are younger. That's a dream mix and a dream scenario for any franchise. So the Jags already seeing a big bump because of Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence. Let's stay with the NFL because the league is requiring its full New York workforce to be back in the office at least half the time beginning May 24th, so just about a month. That's with limited exceptions, according to an email obtained by R. Ben Fisher. Now, employees who are personally at high risk for COVID may still be eligible for accommodations after discussing with management, but the intent here is clear. The NFL looking to bring their employees back in stages and two to three days a week. Now, the NFL said that more than 75% of its employees have reported back to the office in some form since last June, and they're saying that is roughly 550 employees. But again, the NFL gradually bringing more and more workers back to 345 Park Avenue. Let's shift to some finance news because a very, very big day for Endeavor. If you know anybody at Endeavor, you should touch base with them today because Endeavor will go public starting this morning. It will begin trading shares on the New York Stock Exchange. This has been a long time coming. Endeavor is set to issue 21.3 million shares under the ticker EDR with the shares priced at $24 a share, which is in line with what Endeavor was seeking. Ari Emanuel, Patrick Weitzel, and Mark Shapiro are expected to ring the bell at the New York Stock Exchange today. Remember, Endeavor had said it planned to raise about $511 million through the IPO. It would value the company at roughly $10 billion. Remember, Endeavor pulled its previous IPO plans 18 months ago, just before shares began trading. But this time, all systems are go. I'm sure employees there are excited, yet a little bit anxious. So we'll have more on Endeavor's first day performance on tomorrow's Buzzcast, but a big day for Endeavor. 100% capacity. Yes, I said it, 100% capacity. That's the plan for both the Atlanta Braves and Atlanta United starting next month. Capacity at the Braves' truest park will increase to 100% around 41,000 beginning with the May 7th game. Atlanta United will increase the capacity at Mercedes-Benz Stadium for soccer of roughly 42,500 starting May 15th. So why the move to 100%? Well, both the Braves and the United cited increased access to vaccines. So big news in Atlanta by going to full capacity for the Braves and the United. Well, the buzz around Bubba Wallace continues, and if you need further evidence, look at Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper is returning to NASCAR this weekend at Kansas Speedway with a sponsorship around Wallace and 2311 Racing. This is the first time Dr. Pepper has been a primary sponsor this season. It used to be a sponsor in NASCAR years ago, but it's returning this season around 2311 Racing. That, of course, is the team owned by Michael Jordan and Denny Hamlin and the car, number 23 Toyota, driven by Bubba Wallace. Meanwhile, Bubba Wallace has made NBC's 2021 Inspirationless, and he and other celebrities will be celebrated on a Saturday night program. So the buzz around Bubba Wallace continues. 
And finally, we'll end the buzzcast with an executive transaction. U.S. Sailing has named Alan Osfield as CEO. Alan Osfield has years of experience in the sports and entertainment business. He made SBJ's 40 under 40 list three times. Yes, he's a Hall of Famer, and that was when he was at Palace Sports and Entertainment. He was there in the early to mid-2000s. Most recently, he was at Live Nation. Now he is CEO at U.S. Sailing, which is based in Rhode Island. So that is your morning buzzcast for Thursday, April 29th. A lot going on in the sports business. Keep your eye on Endeavor. Keep your eye on the NFL draft. I'm Abe Madcor. Hope everybody has a great day. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Welcome to Irvine, California, where it's easy to play like pros. At the heart of Irvine's competitive culture is Great Park, the region's premier 194-acre multi-sport complex, equipped for youth teams to Olympians and everything in between. Plus, Great Park's expansion is underway. With near-perfect weather and a thriving sports scene, Irvine is the place to play. Visit DestinationIrvine.com for more information.